Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now.
101.5 UMFM. This is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Owls, and kicking things off for us tonight, that is a band called Circle Waves with the title track to their new record, Sad Happy. And I hope you're the latter tonight. Uh, it is, of course, uh, the continuing self-isolation, quarantine-style broadcast. And uh, so mostly music, but I did manage to uh, get on Skype with Jenna Priestner of Mobina Galore earlier this week. And we talked about a documentary uh, that's coming out about the making of their latest album, Don't Worry. Uh, it'll be out on YouTube tomorrow and coming up at around 7.30. We'll be talking to Jenna and playing a couple tracks from Don't Worry. Uh, but before we get to that, I've got a couple of new quarantine tunes for you. Craig Cardiff released a track called To Be Safe, Loved, and Home earlier this week. And Benjamin Gibbard dropped a new track called Life in Quarantine. And speaking of new tracks, two brand new tracks from some of my favorite artists. Uh, Evening Hymns announced the uh, release of Heavy Nights later this summer and uh, teased it with one new track yesterday called I Can Only Be Good. And uh, on Wednesday, I got the first single from the new Berries record. Uh, the track is called Out of Touch. Uh, no name for the uh, sophomore LP yet. Uh, we got that. We've got a track that John Prine recorded with Swamp Dog, one of the last things that he recorded. And uh, we got more for you here on 101.5 UMFM. Hey 
is not sad. I know tired is not time for me to sing. To be safe, to be loved, to be home. To be safe, to be loved, to be home. To be safe, to be loved, to be home. To be safe. Sidewalks are empty. The bars and cafes too. The streetlights only changing 'cause they ain't got nothing better to do. You say it's like Christmas when nobody's around. When our city was still a secret, before those carpetbaggers came to town, the airports and train stations were full of desperate people trying to convince the gate agents that not all emergencies are equal. No one is going anywhere soon. And inside the Safeway, it's like the Eastern Bloc. People have a way of getting crazy. When they think they'll be dead in a month, chew like the silence of the wind through the trees. Night like walking beside you through these days of no guarantees. And National Guard is on their way. Protect us from our neighbors. And everyone who's tried to swim for it is drowned out past the breakers. The airports and train stations were full of desperate people. No one is going anywhere soon.
Forever in 
that's why anytime, anywhere I can be with you I said, memories Don't leave like people do And that's why I'm a man I'm always gonna be with you
while they had initially intended to debut their new documentary at Sukram's, but uh, obviously uh, no one hanging out at any tap rooms in the near future. Uh, Jenna Priestner from Mobina Galore joins me by Skype to uh, discuss A, the documentary, but uh, B, their, uh, what's, what's shaking in, in the world of Mobina Galore. Welcome to uh, Thank God It's Free Range, Jenna. Hello, thank you for having me. So, uh, obviously, you're you're going to be uh, releasing this tomorrow on on YouTube and instead of uh, at Sukrams as you as you'd planned. Um, is this like the only thing that's been kind of like upset by the the self isolation period for for the band, or did you guys have some tour dates that you had to cancel or anything like that? We had a tour in Europe coming up. Uh, I think it would be about a week from now we'd be taking off and we were going to be on a three week tour out that way, which we had planned for a while and booked for a while. So that is the main, the main thing that has been canceled for us, which is a bit of a bummer because uh, for the last, like, yeah, since 2015, we've gone to Europe twice a year and we're Mm. always there in the springtime and it's always, great and uh you know it was it was actually our first tour for the record don't worry because we hadn't been there since we released it uh, september of last year so it's definitely upsetting that we're not able to be back there now until uh, 2021 actually it's it, it looks um so that's kind of the that's one of the big bummers about about what's going on with us right now but in turn you know we're trying to think of it in the positive and be able to focus more on this documentary and we had planned for this release date for a while now and even from the beginning this is something that you just watch from a home you just watch from your couch you just watch on your phone wherever you're streaming so nothing has changed on on that side of things for us which is kind of nice so it's not just all bad news on our front right can i ask in terms of uh like european reception to uh like like a louder band because i know Having seen like folk artists talk about, you know, just how much more attentive the the audience is in, in Europe. Is it the same kind of like vibe where the the audience is just kind of like really paying attention to what you're doing on stage? Or what's kind of like you said you've had really good experiences in Europe. What what's been the the impetus for that? Oh, big time. Uh Germany specifically that's where we spend most of our time when we're over in Europe and they just love punk rock and they they love they love Canadian bands. Um, they love Winnipeg bands even like, I feel like more people in Europe know who propaganda and the weaker thens are like every time we're over there, it's like, tell like the song I hate Winnipeg. Is that really about how much they hate Winnipeg? Like, you know, we always, we always got those references and it's like, you know, you're going to have to ask them. I'm not quite sure. I didn't write the song, but like people love, people love Winnipeg in Europe. And it's odd because you go to the States and people have never even heard of Winnipeg, right? So, um, yeah, people are into it. They're not on their phones as much as we are here uh, mm-hmm. when we're when we're out hanging out and um, at shows and stuff like that. So it's just more of a in, um, it's just more of an audience who's like really taking in what they're seeing and they're listening to your lyrics and they're talking to you at the merch table after and they've looked into you before the show. They're not just they don't just happen to be there. So yeah, Europe and Germany specifically have been awesome for us. And so it's a bit of a bummer that I don't even think we're going to be there this year at all. So it's, um, it's too bad, but yeah, they, they're still supporting us online and they're, uh, they're always, anytime we've done a live broadcast, they're seven hours ahead of us and 
it's it'll be midnight there and they're still like hey listening in from italy uh i'm listening in from austria wherever so it's it's cool they really uh if they like your band they're they're kind of in it for life well, that's great yeah. uh so you can expect some of them to be uh streaming the the doc when it lands on youtube tomorrow i guess it'll be like saturday night for them yeah exactly that was kind of part of all of it as well as it'll be one o'clock tomorrow uh, Winnipeg time and that is seven or no 8 p.m in Germany so it's still uh, you know a totally appropriate time for people to uh, even more appropriate for people to you know crack a beer or whatever and and hang out uh, hang out online and uh, and watch the doc so uh, the the description of the of the doc was that you kind of made a spontaneous decision to invite Marty Lafreniere to the studio when you were making the most recent record. Uh, don't worry, not anticipating it being what you've ended up with, which is a documentary about kind of the making of. What what was the impetus to invite him then, if if not to like have a documentary at the end of it? <laughs> yeah, good question. And you know, I actually messaged Marty kind of recently, and I was like do you remember when I asked you or how I asked you or what I even said? Cause him and I have been like Marcy and myself and him have been, have been friends sort of acquaintances more. So just through the, the Winnipeg uh, punk and music scene uh, for a while now, but like, I don't really remember what it was that I approached him with originally. And he's like, I think I've got an email that you sent me, but I'd have to have to find it. And he's like, I think you just asked if I wanted to come in and film some stuff and, see what we could do with it. So there really was not much of an idea. Like, you know, we've, we've seen, we've seen studio documentaries that get, uh, that aren't, that aren't like a full length documentary, but they do sort of like YouTube series, like every week they'll release, you know, like 10 minutes of this from the studio. And then the next week they'll do something like that. And so that was an option for a little while. Um, but yeah, like the original, I, idea really didn't exist it was just are you available are you interested if so let's just see what you can record what we can capture and what we can do with that after the fact so that's kind of what ended up happening so maybe some thought about like like an epk or something like that like having some kind of behind the scenes videos in the in the lead up to the release of the record or something like that totally like that yeah that was an option as well like we're talking with uh new damage records about uh like because we told them about this and not really knowing and they're kind of the same like yeah that's great like sure like maybe here's an option yeah we could just release a couple things over instagram you know a couple weeks leading up to it get people stoked and then once we realized that we had hours and hours of footage and you know marty was there every day filming us so um we realized that we had more than just little snippets to share with people and that's kind of when we decided to make more of a of like a full length I don't know if that's what you can call it it's, it's 40 about 45 minutes long so um yeah and then, but then it's like is 45 minutes too long should we just do something more 20 minutes 30 minutes but then when it came to it it was it was more the question of can you tell the story that you want to tell within that time so with the 45 minutes like I've probably watched the documentary maybe like six times now I'm sure Marty has watched it like a dozen, probably like two dozen times, but um, I feel like the 45 minute length is is kind of just enough to give you a story uh, about the record and um, 
and a, a, a bit about us and then also to leave you wanting to go listen to the record at least that's that's my hope with it all <laughs> so uh, was there a certain point like at which you kind of forgot he was there like in terms of being filmed is that like I mean because you're obviously like you're yeah. in the studio your, your focus is on making the record right so it's not like you're you know preening for the camera or like playing to some imaginary audience you have like a producer you have like a goal and you are working on that record and I have to imagine at a certain point you're you're so like locked in on that that the camera is just kind of outside of your purview yeah for sure I you know I honestly don't even really remember the like the early stages of being in the studio. But I think one of the, uh, with Marty uh, filming us, but I think one of the things that really helped us is that we had been to Private Ear before and we've recorded with JP a couple of, uh, with our last two records actually. So being comfortable in the environment already, I mean, as comfortable as you can be when you're kind of, you know, when, you've, when you're going into a studio and you're about to play all these songs and uh, hopefully get a good end result with them. Uh, we were comfortable in the studio scenario already. And I think that made a huge difference for us. So mm -hmm. as soon as, you know, like as soon as Marty came in and it was like, Hey, every day, myself, Marcia and uh, JP, we're all going to be mic'd up and I'm just going to be filming you, you know, just ignore me. Don't worry about that. And I think that pretty quickly we just myself and uh, Marcia and JP just kind of quickly went into album mode and recording mode that we just forgot he was there and it's uh, of course you can't just forget that he's there because he's you know sometimes he really was like right in our face uh but i think that it i think that the album just becomes so much more important than anything else at that time that you find it easy to sort of you know put that at the wayside and i don't know maybe marcia thinks differently i think she was maybe a little bit more uncomfortable with the camera in her face but but uh for my self personally it was yeah you kind of just you don't have an option but to pretend that it's not there so having this like video evidence of kind of like the process that went into making don't worry like having watched like you said like a half dozen times at this point do you have like a different understanding of kind of your your recording process as, as a band or like you know what making a record entails for the two of you uh, you know, it's kind of weird. Like we were just watching it yesterday. Uh, Marty has has uh, you know kind of been like fine tuning some some things at the end here, and we're watching it. And there's like little parts where it's more just like personality stuff. Where I'm like, oh man, like am I really that annoying or like such a princess about everything? You know, like there's just some really funny to me funny and I, I I think maybe some other people would find it funny too uh, with Marcy and myself both that like are very candid moments of us just being so us that you don't even realize it until you're watching yourself on screen and then you know like you said watching yourself half a dozen times like in the same shot it's like that is so funny I, I so I think it's like not so much the process all of it of all of it but like the way that we as people sort of interact with each other in those scenarios is what is kind of kind of funny to to be watching and witnessing but i think that's also part of why uh, especially fans of ours will find it interesting because it's like you get to hang out with us basically while we're in the studio right and normally 
maybe somebody comes to visit you while you're in there and you, you know, you say a quick hello, you show them kind of what you've been doing. And then you're like, okay, now you got to get out of here. Cause we got to keep moving along with stuff and whatever. So yeah, it's like, it's just weird. And even with Marcia, like she hates watching herself on camera. So when we were watching it the other day, she's just looking at her phone and I'm like, we're supposed to be looking for, you know, audio stuff and color correction stuff or whatever. And she's like, I don't want to watch myself on screen anymore, you know? So it's like, you almost, it's almost like too much to, to watch yourself and to uh, critique it too much. But um, yeah, I just found, I, I don't know. I, I found myself being like a little, a little, a bit of a princess at times. And I was like, Oh, I guess that's me. I guess that's my personality. <laughs> so it sounds maybe the more like a, a reveal of like social dynamics within the, the group rather than like artistic process. Yeah, for sure. And there's like, there's a lot of artistic process that that's in it as well. Uh, we feature uh, four songs in it. Yeah, we feature four songs in it. So it kind of go through goes through like a bit of a, uh, a bit of a storyline. And then within that storyline, there's these songs um, that we've recorded in the studio. Obviously, we recorded more than just those four. Uh, but it shows you sort of different bits of of the process, the creative, the um, the technical, the behind the scenes uh, within each of those songs, like, with, you know, with every instrument. And uh, so I, I feel like people are going to find I hope people will find it interesting from that standpoint as well, like from the creative and technical standpoint, because we do dive into what songs are about, how we came up with certain guitar tones how we did the, how we got the lyrics together, how we came up with background vocals and all that kind of stuff. So there's a little bit of all of that in this documentary. How did you land on the four songs that are featured kind of with, in that respect? Oh, that's a good question. I think that uh, one of the, one of the songs we knew for sure that we wanted to be featured in it. Um, and that's Oh Irene. It's uh the well the second last song on the record and it's a song that I wrote for my grandma and it was kind of the most the most uh, I don't know if it was the newest song but it was it was definitely like a very close song for me she had recently passed away and I wrote that song for her and we just felt like that was a really good song to incorporate into the documentary and then the other ones it was it was part what our song preferences were but also based on the footage that we got like if if one song had a lot of good footage and had some funny candid moments in it or some good frustrating moments in it then we kind of took precedence on using that as a song so it was a little bit of everything and marty was really part of most of that uh editing everything together and and choosing those songs so even if some of our favorite songs on the record aren't aren't the feature songs in the documentary um they like other Marty, they were Marty's favorites or whatever, right? Because everyone's kind of got their own opinion on it. So yeah, it had a little bit to do with with our uh, our preference and also just the footage that we were able to get while we were in the studio. Well, before I let you go, Jenna, I'm going to get you to pick one of the songs that's featured in the doc. And then you said some of your favorites are not featured in the doc. Maybe we can play one one of those favorites yeah, sure. uh, as, as well from Don't Worry. Yeah. Um, and then I guess what's the best place for people to kind of get like merch or info right now like like you through your website or like Bandcamp or what's what's kind of like the go-to spot for mobina galore right now well we have kind of up, everything up and running i'm doing post 
post office runs once a week. And so, yeah, I'm just trying, you know, through the web, uh, our website, mobinaglore.com, we've got all of our merch up there. Uh, but also, yeah, Bandcamp, like you can do all the digital stuff online. Uh, but yeah, if you want to grab merch, just head to our website. I'm making posts kind of often on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and stuff like that, um, linking you to all of the places that you should go to watch our videos or grab merch, whatever. We're pretty active on social media. So, um, yeah, so I mean, just wherever, or just listen to us. Like, I feel like, uh, Spotify had, had, um, had been kind of getting some pressure to be paying their artists a higher percentage than what they normally get for streams at this time. I'm not sure if that's a thing that's happening. Uh, it's very hard to gauge whether they would care enough to, uh, you know, pay, pay, uh, all the bands as much as they should but uh you know just stream us like really that's that's it like get those numbers up it's stupid but it matters for some reason this day and age well we'll give we'll give two tracks a, a little uh, spin here and it's it's yeah. your, your pick as to what we're gonna play all right well i think we should play oh irene because i just mentioned that one uh sure. and that's the documentary we talk about that one a bit and then uh maybe we'll do uh, i want it all that's the first track off of the record uh, don't worry that the documentary is about and it's a song that Marcy had written and uh, yeah it starts the starts the record off so I feel like that would be a good one okay well we'll play those two uh, sorry I'm a mess the documentary uh, start, starts airing on YouTube tomorrow at 1 p.m. Winnipeg time uh, Jenna thanks for taking some time and uh, and good luck with the doc thank you so much for having me it was a blast awesome Th- thanks again Jenna I appreciate you taking some time yeah, thank you so much. I really, I know things are weird and uh, I don't know. Uh, we'd reached out to a handful of people uh, to do stuff like this and like some print press and whatever. And they're just like, I think I might still be able to help you. I don't know. Like, so yeah, it means a lot that you're able to uh, plug this. So that's really cool. Yeah, I was I was hoping our, because our film show, unfortunately, they, they're not able to record at home. And uh, so I was like, oh, you know, because like they could come at it from a different angle from like the, the movie aspect of it. But uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're. I think we're shooting about like sixty-five percent of our shows are producing new stuff right now, and then lots are re-airing older things just because of limitations on tech. Of course, yeah. So no, it's cool. I'm I'm glad that there's uh you know a couple of people even like trying to get out like a press release or uh, like we just released an acoustic uh, or a video for an acoustic song last week, and so many uh, like media places just like weren't picking up on it when normally it's like so easy to find somebody because you know writers are being laid off or they're just working from home and it's yeah so it's been a struggle so i i feel like anything uh, anything can help and it's local and we wanted it to be as local as possible so this is great for sure okay well uh, good luck and, and thanks for taking some time yeah absolutely thank you so much take care jenna talk to you later bye Get another night's sleep So I was simply 